You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So the ball's back at the 11. It's second down and five. Here's another end around to Tony. Breaks the tackle, 10, 5, and did he get the pylon? Yes, touchdown, Chiefs. Kadarius Tony on the sweep around, came in motion from the far right side, and once again able to shake off the initial tackle, takes it in the end zone, 11-yard touchdown, and the Chiefs are up 20-3. to This is Beck Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski with you. Folks, since the sale of the Commanders became final, Washington, D.C. has been celebrating nonstop, and that continues this week with BetMGM and BetQL. If you're in the DMV area this Thursday, join the Daily Tips, Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger, along with BetMGM tonight's Ryan Horvat, as the Nationals versus New York Mets watch party gets going. It's the happy hour hosted by BetMGM at the bullpen on Half Street and Navy Yard. It goes from 6 to 10. There will be bonus bet drops throughout the event, prize wheel giveaways, and happy hour prices all night long. Shout out to Jake uh, specifically for the play that he brought up concerning Kadarius Tony because I'd like to talk about him a little bit before we get into let's go or hell no, in large part because uh, Adam Schefter says that the Chiefs wide receiver who underwent an offseason deal, uh, he's expected to miss some time during training camp, but he is uh, expected to be ready for the start of the regular season. And I would argue, Joe, that when you're analyzing NFL teams and you know future prospects, all of that stuff, that maybe it's not the individual players and overall abilities that we should care about, but how well a player adds dimensionality to offensive play calling. And to me, Tony does some things for the Chiefs that I'm not sure they have a replacement for, at least not yet. Since joining Kansas City in week nine, More than 42% of Tony's targets were behind the line of scrimmage. And so that gave him a little bit of room to operate. But more importantly than that, the Chiefs sent Tony in motion on 34% of snaps since week nine. That's the fifth highest rate among wide receivers with a minimum of 100 snaps. No one else in the active roster for KC comes close to this motion rate who isn't a tight end like a Travis Kelsey or a Joe Fortson. What Tony does in terms of adding dimensionality to the Chiefs is that you can put him in pre-snap motion. He can do all sorts of different things and be at different parts of the field. He already has some great speed. And without him, then to me, this offense becomes a little bit more stationary. He's obviously not of the caliber of, you know, like a Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill, someone like that. But I think that specific skill set 
is really, really important for Patrick Mahomes to have. Yeah, the the Chiefs have not hidden the idea of, of what they think Tony can be in this offense. And it is far too simplistic to take a look at Tony and the injuries that he's been dealing with over the first three years of his career and say, look, what are we getting over our skis about? I mean, this guy has three touchdowns in three years. Yeah, that that is true. But now look at the situation. He's with an offensive genius as a head coach slash play caller. He's with the best quarterback in the world. He's surrounded with great talent like, like Travis Kelsey also. And it, I just hesitate to overreact or to say like, oh, man, this really takes away a lot from the Chiefs. I, I don't know that they're going to be able to score as many points per game because we know that Reed will adjust. And it's coming off a season. We just saw them do it without Tyreek Hill. So Andy Reed will find a way. He'll change things up if, if he's going to miss any time. Now uh, they're saying that he's going to be ready for week number one. But – there are a lot of people I trust, like you, that are very high on this move and, and look at what Tony could be in this offense with a full off season and break. Like, are you are you saying breakout? Like, unlike what anybody else was thinking, now that he's in this great situation, quite possibly. And yeah. maybe the Chiefs have this overall approach where because you have Travis Kelsey, you don't necessarily need a wide receiver one in the traditional sense. But mm -hmm. you definitely need a lot of really good playmakers in today's NFL to have a successful passing attack. And Tony can certainly add to that. Now, there are, there are some young standouts for the Chiefs who perhaps they can fulfill that Tony role. I think my bigger concern is, okay – if Tony's the, the pre-snap motion guy or it's somebody else, they need to have it. And if it's not there, then I think that, to me, is a real concern for the Chiefs. Let's bring in uh, our fearless leader, Paul Aspen, uh, to help us get into let's go or hell no, because I think there's even more when it comes to analyzing the Chiefs and what we need to be thinking about going forward. Oh, hell no. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Chris Jones, keeping it with the Chiefs theme, uh, going old school with an actual holdout as opposed to the newer trend of a hold in. So he's actually taking the 50K fine every day, which is God bless him. Uh, but he's seeking a new contract. Um, so with Jones, some of the, you know, moving parts, Chiefs, you talk about the Super Bowl hangover, even though they won, all that. You know, let's go with this. Let's go or hell no, Lions money line in the opener. Oh, that changes things. That definitely changes things. <laughs> Woo. And you can follow up by like Hello. if you want if you want to fade the Chiefs in some way like how would you do it based on all this different things going on? Yeah. Okay, okay. So you look at the first four weeks for the Chiefs. Week one, the opener on Thursday night, all that stuff against Detroit. Uh, that's a massive spread. I think the Chiefs win that game, 
uh, do they cover the number? That to me is very much uh, in play and live. Then they are in Jacksonville. Then they host Chicago. That's a win. And then at the New York Jets. Is it possible that the Chiefs start two and two? Because I think that can happen. I mean, it, when the Patriots and Tom Brady were sort of in their heyday and, and they were, you know, making it to the Super Bowl year after year uh, toward the end of that tenure, it, they did get off to slow starts often. Yes, they did. And I wonder how much of that was because they were more learning about themselves studying up on what defenses are throwing at them, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, I don't want to be cliche and say they flipped a switch, but definitely it was something where they knew that their best football and the best plays that they would run would not occur for the first few weeks of the season. Instead, they're saving those to figure out who they have, what they can do, what they're about. And then toward the end of the season, that's when they want to sort of play their best football, so to speak, call their best plays, et cetera, et cetera. Andy Reid understands this dynamic about as well as anybody, and he has the talent to get away with it. You know, some coaches may understand this dynamic, and they they may want to implement it, but if, say, you're like a Dan Campbell with the Lions, maybe you can't afford to do that. But if you're the Chiefs, you can afford to do such things, and it's why you probably have a bit of an edge once you get closer to the playoffs. So could the Chiefs have a slow start? just so that they understand themselves a little bit better, knowing full well they can still get a one seed in a tough AFC? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a whole lot of sense. And so, hell no on them losing to the Lions, but let's go on them having a slow start, Joe. Andy Reid's pretty good off the bye. How about uh, the buy of an entire offseason? Dan Campbell versus Andy Reid. Which side are you going to jump on? I was actually thinking about the Patriots, Ed, so I took a look back. Okay, maybe they've had some stumbles to start the season. Let's take a look. I, w- I go back to 2017, uh, 5-0. and 2018, 5-0. 2019, 4-0. 2020, 4-0. <laughs> 2022, last year, they go 4-1 to start the season. <laughs> they did stumble in 2021. They had a 1-2 and two start. Those two losses were uh, shootouts to the Ravens and the Chargers. Could that happen again? Uh, you know... I'm going to probably make the case for the plus seven with Detroit. And if I'm making the case for the plus seven, I should probably consider plus 250 on the money line. So as far as just stumbling out of the gates, I I would give that a hell no. But if I think it's going to be a one-score game, then I've got to make the case at, at the plus 250 money. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. All right. Uh, stay it could be a backdoor cover, though. It could. It could. But I'm just, I can't hell know it, right? The Jags playoff okay. kick for the backdoor cover. Ah, what a beautiful thing that was during the playoffs. Uh, all right, next, staying in the AFC West. So I think we all kind of agree that DeMar Hamlin is going to be the comeback player of the year if he even plays a snap. But I loved seeing this mostly because Joe is one of the first people to kind of put Russell Wilson on our radar. Russ is the public pick. For comeback player of the year, 29% of the bets, uh, according to uh, NBC Sports Bet, 29% of the bets, most bets, are on Russell Wilson to win comeback player of the year. So let's go or hell no, Tamar Hamley does not play a snap this season, let's just say. Whatever reason. Doctors aside, oh. he can't. Something like that. Oh. Let's go. Cause, well, Unless you want to include DeMar. Are we are we saying DeMar is not? How about this? Let's go hell no. DeMar Hamlin, if he plays a snap, is the comeback player of the year. I think we're all let's go on that. He was he was cleared to play three months ago. Right. Like, unless something so, happens. Yeah, unless something <laughs> happens. But DeMar, let me, we're cutting me, you. Nah, it's not happening. I know the question is about Russ, but I've got – this is ridiculous – this idea and I threw out the idea, but, and, and I think what I settled on is Sean Payton's a better bet for coach of the year. You guys see what's happening in the market with Hamlin at one point. Wasn't it like minus 2000? Oh yeah. It's coming all the way back. That's, I expected to see a minus seven or something, 700 when I was looking at it this right morning, by. it's minus three ten. I mean, it's, that's I not see minus two eighty five right now. Right. That's not, it's over. What Mm-mm. the hell? So that's just, is, is that because of the liability? That's that what I'm thinking. Up on yeah, they're protecting yeah. themselves. Well, right. give me DeMar Hamlin. They, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah, if, if, if Hamlin plays at all, then it's his award and we're done. Like, there there yes. are too many reasons why it would be negative publicity for the Bills, the NFL, humanity in general, if he does not win comeback player of the year. But if he doesn't play for whatever reason and we get into to this thing, I still think that Russell Wilson is a hell no for me in large part because is it possible that Russell Wilson, you know, maybe it wasn't Nathaniel Hackett's fault entirely. Maybe he is washed. I don't know if I'm willing to go that far now, but he is 34 years of age. He did run around a lot. And there, there is the question when it comes to, okay, well, Sean Payton was really good with a short quarterback. He'll be great with another short quarterback here. The, there may be a lot of 
the reconstruction of the Denver Broncos may take a good bit longer than just one season. It may take a while. Does Russell Wilson have the ability to play at a high level for that period of time? I think that is a really fair question to ask. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are doing what they're doing. The Chargers could be formidable with a new offensive coordinator out there, something we're going to be talking Mm -hmm. about later in the show. Uh, You don't have to worry about the Raiders. That's fine. But even the rest of the AFC, it's getting better and better by the day, it seems like. And I'm not sure what the Broncos have done to keep up with that other than to have a genius head coach. It's possible that this doesn't work out at all with this particular quarterback. Sean Payton then gets to pick who he wants, and then it starts to turn around. So I look at this and say, hell no. I think also, too, in terms of public sentiment, there are probably other players, uh, you know, maybe coming off of injury, for instance. That may sort of, uh, you know, pluck the heartstrings a little bit more and get voters' sentiment to go in that direction. Most years, it's an injury. Most years, it's a quarterback coming off a big injury. We have the exception this year if Hamlin steps on the field, and this may be the buy time. This might be the lowest price that we're going to see all year. And I'm a hell no on this, and I made my Russell Wilson case months back, and now seeing that the public's all in, get out of it. I don't want anything to do with this. I would rather make a case for Lamar Jackson at 25-1 to 1 with Munkin as the mm-hmm. O.C., like there are guys like that. What if Sam Darnold plays? I don't think he will, but what if he does? Uh, maybe he, they're not going to vote Ridley. But that's the other thing. I look at some of these other names, like John Mechie's 30 to 1. OBJ, that. like, no, get out of here. Uh, no, I, I can't believe it. I'm debating a DeMar I, Hamlin bet. I didn't think I'd be there. I, I, actually, I actually think OBJ has some value. Uh, Look at that article from The Athletic that just came out this week. I I think it's those kinds of stories. Like, I always go back to the Alex Smith case study, for instance. It was that incredible ESPN doc about him. And that got us to to think about him in a a whole new way. We're not going to get that with Russell Wilson. I think the PR campaign is missing, and that's why uh, I don't like his chances there. So. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, today's MLB card right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.